Hi everyone, welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host Sal, and sadly, no cruise today. He's doing some stuff with his family, but for the first time ever, we have a reoccurring guest. It's me, Jen. Jen. Yeah, but since Cruz isn't here, there's no anime news, since he's typically the one that looks out for it. So for gaming news, we have No More Heroes 1 and 2 HD Remastered coming to the PC. Uh, No More Heroes, Jen, in case you don't know, is a game that came out on the Wii, where you play as a main character. I think his name is Johnny. And because it did come out on the Wii, it uses motion controls, and you go around slicing people up with the lightsaber, pretty much. It is very... uh provocative where you have to charge up your lightsaber by making the motion like you're jerking off and even the character sits there and he's like to power it up so that's pretty funny that's coming out on the pc it'd be easier because you know mouse is easier than motion controls but that's pretty cool that it's coming out in other news uh warhammer 40k is getting a new game called uh chaos gate demon hunters it's going to be a tactical rpg i'm actually a decent I'm not a huge, huge Warhammer fan. Like, I know some of it, but I don't play all the games, so I wouldn't consider myself a real fan. But that's pretty good. Uh, A lot of the Warhammer games, just like H.P. Lovecraft, the concepts are really, really good. Executions have always been very mixed. There's always been, like, copycats, like the Warhammer 40k Space Marines, which was a God of War ripoff, but with the Warhammer theme to it. I know the last Warhammer game was um, Inquisitors, which played a lot like Diablo, so... They're trying to find something that works. Uh, speaking of God of War, the sequel Ragnarok is going to be delayed until 2022. The director said that he's the one who wanted this delay, not Sony, because I guess when he initially uh, released the news, a lot of people thought that it was Sony being like, no, push it back. Since a lot of people don't have a PlayStation 5 yet, almost a year after it's been out. And more Sony-related news, Sony Studio Boss has stated that no future PlayStation 5 exclusive games are going to be coming out to PC. So that could mean no God of War on PC, no Uncharted for the PC, no um, Zero Dawn Horizon. But I'm not too sure about Zero Dawn because I know it recently did come out on PC. I know Final Fantasy. A lot of people like to think that it's a Sony exclusive, but it's not since it is on PC and Xbox. Same with the Kingdom Hearts games. You know, it was a huge surprise when they came out on the Xbox. But now you can get all of them on Xbox. And there's rumors that Persona 5 might be coming to Xbox. And the last bit of news, Valorant is coming to mobile. A lot of people are confused that they went from PC to mobile instead of PC to console. Since a lot of people do play on the console. But other than that, Jen, the, the real reason why you're here today is to talk about Final Fantasy and Legend of Zelda. The only two games that you somehow play in your life. (laughs) Those are my two main games, yes. Um, Zelda being my number one, of course. Trash. Bruh. That's hella trash. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) So since Cruz isn't here, we can give people how we think of these two series. Because I am not a big fan of Zelda. I'm a fan of Final Fantasy, though. Wow. <laughs> what about um Kingdom Hearts? What about Kingdom Hearts? Because it has Final Fantasy characters. Dude, they had what they only had three Final Fantasy characters and it's only in the, what the first two games out of the eight plus games that are out there? No. Okay, I don't know about the eight. I only played the main three. So you don't even know the full story then? Nope. In fact when I got the third Kingdom Hearts, I was super confused. 
yeah, as to what was going yeah, on. Yeah, because you had to play some of the Game Boy games or the 3DS games. And then there's the, so you don't even know the full story of your, of your own franchise, but. No, not for Kingdom Hearts, no. Yeah, I saw that the that was the only reason that the first Kingdom Hearts, I was like, hmm, maybe I should pick that up because I saw Cloud and Tifa and Sephiroth and that was it. That was like the only point that I was like, maybe I should check it out. Squall came out. Did he? Yeah, in the second one. And so did Yuna, Riku, and Pain. Well, Squall's the only cool one since, you know, Final Fantasy VIII is hella badass. <laughs> I hate Final Fantasy VIII. You just hate Squall because you couldn't pass Final- your canon test. I you hated- couldn't pass your test, bro. Just admit it. Bro, I hated the draw system for the magic. It makes sense to me. It it was implemented shitty, okay. but it makes sense. It makes sense, yes, but it was stupid to have to sit there and go to a monster, you know, hoping it randomly spawns in front of you and then draw the magic from it a hundred times. And then sometimes your draw would fail and you'd have to do it again. And then you have to do it individually for each person. Fuck that magic system. It was poorly implemented, but it's a good system. But before we get into that, what was your first Final Fantasy game since we're on Final Fantasy? My first Final Fantasy game was actually Final Fantasy X. That one was my, well. Really? To be more specific, Final Fantasy X-2 was my first one. Why would you play Part 2 instead of Part 1 first? I didn't. When I got my PlayStation 2, it actually came from my, my eldest brother, so... A lot of my older systems, like my N64, my PlayStation 2, my PlayStation 1, all those were actually hand-me-downs from my older brothers. So when they had given me the PlayStation 2 and given me all the games that they had had, one of them had lost the first one. So I just went ahead and played the second one first. And it wasn't until later that I actually played 10 and then went back to play 10 too. Damn, you're fucking weird. I didn't, that's what they gave me. That's all I had. So my first Final Fantasy is generic as fuck because it was seven first. And I played that on the PlayStation 2, but it's a PlayStation 1 game, as many of you know. And that, that that was my first Final Fantasy. And it's my favorite Final Fantasy for the fact that it was such a, one, it was a long game. Two, there was hella shit that I didn't even know. Even after all these years, like I never got Tifa's ultimate I never, I didn't even know until recently that Aerith has an open, an ultimate. It's like, what the fuck? She, she dies so early <laughs> on. Why would she have an ultimate? Who would, who, who would care? That and I didn't re, and it wasn't until recent that I found out that some people didn't even know Yuffie was a character. Oh yeah. Yuffie and Vincent. Yeah. I can understand Vincent cause he is kind of a, kind of a bitch to get. But Yuffie, apparently a lot of people missed her. And then I didn't even know that you can get her super early on, too. Yeah, she just randomly spawns. Yeah, like, she she has a chance of spawning. It's not like a guaranteed thing, but you can't... Well, you can sit there and wait for it to, to happen, but I picked her up when most people picked her up, you know, in the in the forest place. I did, too. And a lot of... I'll be honest, a lot of my early gaming since a lot of my stuff was handed down. they I had my brothers give me the guidebook. So I knew Yuffie was there right on. Same thing, yeah. same thing with Vincent. And 
I know a lot of people don't have the guidebooks with them, or a lot of people try to play the games first without it and then go yeah, back. Yeah, I am a strong supporter of it. If it's a game you're interested in, you should do it without a guide. I think it's a bitch-ass move. Unless you're doing, like, getting all the trophies or the, the achievements after you go with it, after you do it the first time. But if your only rebuttal is, I don't want to miss shit, and it's like, okay, if you really enjoyed the game, then what's stopping you from playing it again? Yeah. If your only excuse is like, oh, I already did it once. I don't want to have to do it again. Then it's like, okay, then you didn't really enjoy the game as much as you think you did. Because I I know a person when Cyberpunk came out was like, I really like this game, even with all the bugs. And I was like, yeah, I think the game's all right. And they were trying to give me shit because I had a Series X that can run the game a lot better than most. And I was like, yeah, this game's whatever. And this person was like, oh, this game is so good. I love this game. And then they were complaining to me where it's like, I lost either. I lost four hours. I have to go back four hours to the last save to fix this mistake or I get this bad ending. And I was like, how do you know it's a bad ending? And they're like, oh, the guy I looked up told me. And I was like, okay, then if you were going off a guide already, how did you fuck up? And they're like, I didn't understand what the question was asked. And I was like, how did you not understand? Are you not reading it? Yeah. Yeah, you have a guide. And they're just like, oh, I just have to go back. And why are you why are you making this a big deal? And it's like, I didn't give a fuck what you were doing before. You're the one crying to me that you fucked up, even though you're using a guide, bro. What the fuck you mean? Yeah, I feel that. And a lot of times for me um, now that I'm, you know, older here, when I first started, like I said, my brothers handed me everything, all their guides, all their cheat codes, all their everything else, whatever they had accumulated. So when I first played those games like Final Fantasy VII, yeah, I did use the guide. But now that I'm, you know, have new games that come out, I try to always go through the first time without anything, you know, just trying to do it on my own. And then, like you said, if I enjoyed the game, then I'll go back, start over and then see what kind of secrets there were or something that I might have missed. Yeah. Circling back to our first Final Fantasy, which Final Fantasy would you say made you a fan? Because not necessarily is your first game. It happened for me. It turns out the first one that I played was my favorite one. After that, it's 8, then 12. I hated 10. I didn't care for 13. I didn't beat 15. I did not care for thirteen either. And I know like I think the coolest loved. the coolest character in that game was the the dude with the chocobo on his head. Right? He was the only cool person. Yeah, yeah, he's the only cool <laughs> one. He has a chocobo on his head. He was the coolest for sure. No, but okay, so the one that made me a fan was seven as well, although my favorite is nine. Mm. So seven I played ten two first, like I said, because that's what they gave me. And then I went back and, you know, started to play 7, 8, 9, go on through there. I've actually played all of them except for the two MMOs, 11 and 14, and 5 and 6. Dude, I don't know how you haven't played the MMO because they let you play, like, a good chunk of the game now on PlayStation 4 for free. I think you can go up to level 30. 11 or 14? 14. See, mm-hmm. I'd be down to try. Like, you don't need the subscription until I think you reach level 30. I know they keep raising it up so that they can give people, like, the trial. Because I know the new expansion, which looks fucking badass, which I wish it was just the game itself that came out a, a couple of weeks, a month ago. And it's just like, goddamn, I wish this was on Xbox. See, if if that's the case, then I don't have a problem trying. But it, it was the subscriptions for 11 the first time around that just made me say no that's that's too much for me but yeah it's nine is my favorite seven is what really got me into final fantasy and i've played all of them like i said except for the ones that i mentioned five six and then the two mmos 
and I don't know if you want to count them, but 13 lightning returns. I don't know. I, th- I thought that was part of the main story, isn't well, it? Well, it's like 13, 13, 2, and then 13 lightning returns. Is it still continuing the same story? Yes. So then, yeah, it counts, bro. All right. Well, I played the first two, and then I didn't care for 13. Yeah, I don't like lightning. And I know then, a lot of people would say that she's just a female version of Cloud, all gloomy and depressing and just needs some dick. Because clearly that's what Cloud needed. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole game for that one, 13, the whole storyline was, I don't know, just it didn't capture me. Yeah. Yeah. So what about 9 made you like it the most? Because most people are generic and sheep and say that 7 is their favorite like me because it's the well, it's the one that's well known. That's not the reason I like 7. I like 7 because it was the first one I played, the one that made me start liking jrpgs i like the characters as much as i shit on cloud you know he's still a cool character tifa had some big ass titties barrett was cool vincent is my favorite as well i love all those guys i love final fantasy 7 um but for me nine the characters were a lot more fun like it starts off with the main guy and his crew going over to capture the princess and then you get there and the princess is like yo can i go with you he's like sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he obviously doesn't tell her. I was here to capture you. Yeah. But he's just like, sure. And then they take off and they have a lot of funny jokes in there. And her guard ends up following them. And he's pretty, they joke around with him a lot, mess around with him a lot, give him a hard time. Even the princess does where she, he'll be like, no, you have to stay here. And she'll be like, okay, bye. <laughs> I like their, um, I like the battle system. I mean, it's turn-based too, but you learn abilities in different ways. Like, um, depending on your equipment, that equipment can teach your a certain character, you know, a new move or something like that, or a new magic ability or whatever. So if you don't have that weapon, you don't learn it. So you have to, like, find it. or Yeah. Yeah, it's different things like that. And then, of course, the story. I just, that one's my favorite. Okay. What was your first Zelda game? Ocarina of Time. Trash. <laughs> Honest trash. Bruh. Okay. Do you know? You already said it. So Ocarina of Time was my... Okay. It's not my favorite, but it. I don't want to say that it isn't either. I. For me, it's off to the side. It holds a special place in my heart. Uh-huh. But my ultimate favorite is probably Majora's Mask. Dude, that one's my favorite. And it's not even my first... It's not even... It, Majora's Mask is like my third entry into the Zelda series because mine first was A Link to the Past, which I thought was a Game Boy game until you told me, no, it came out on the Super Nintendo first. Yes. And then I went with Ocarina and I thought like, this game is good. It is not as good as everyone thinks it's, it is. It's that nostalgia glasses that are just welded onto people's faces. It's good. That think it is the best shit since sliced bread. What don't you like about it? I think that's the thing. I don't think it's a shitty game. I think it's just an okay game. The fact that I'm not trying to suck its dick when its dick is in my stomach is the part that triggers people. All right. Like, things can be good, but they don't have to be great. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. And, And that's the part that most people, even if they're like, no, I'm not looking at it with nostalgia glasses on. It's like, you are, though. If you look at it objectively... There's nothing special about it nowadays. It was special when it came out because it was the first. 
But other than that, objectively looking, it is a very basic story about gathering shit, hitting enemies three times, and beating the bad guy. The, what is, the puzzles, air quote puzzles, is, oh shit, there's a water, I can't get through it. Let me go get some heavy ass boots real quick. Boom, That that's your puzzle? Oh shit, that's look a- at that hookable object. Only if I had a hookable item that can hook onto that hookable object. Boom, another puzzle. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, okay, a lot of Zelda games, yes, I'll give you that. You, you just got a new item. How do you beat the boss? <laughs> exactly. Maybe this, this new item will come in handy. But I, I, don't, I do feel like there are still some puzzles, especially, I know everybody hates it, but the water temple. Yeah, I mean, people hate it, and it's why, because they didn't know you need the boots at first, right? Like, that was the reason? Well, I don't know how you can not know that you don't need the boots. I mean, in order to get into the temple, you need the boots. Yeah. But I think it's the whole having to go back and change the water levels throughout the temple. So you're saying that the reason people find it hard is because the the water level part of the water temple. Yeah. I mean, I can get behind that. Like, sure, that can be annoying because I know in Breath of the Wild when you have to do, which one is it? The the scorpion, the, the lizard uh, level, the guardian. There's one where you, no, the elephant. Is it the elephant or the camel? Um, the, There's one of them where you have to, like, go back and forth about trying to figure out how the joints go. Well, they're all kind of like that because you have to manipulate the animal of yeah. whatever dungeon you're in. To tilt certain ways or do whatever things. Yeah. But I know the elephant one, the Zoro one, is where the water comes out of the trunk. Yeah. And, like, that one was kind of weird. Yeah, so, like, going back to it, Ocarina of Time is a good game. It's not a great game. To me, I don't have the, 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 the nostalgia glasses on. Probably have hater glasses on because so many people like it that I've just automatically drawn to hate it. But my favorite one, yeah, is also, like you said, Majora's Mask. And you know why? There's no Zelda. Zelda has nothing to do with the game. She makes an appearance. What, in the beginning? Yeah, it's pretty much it, though, I think. The rest of it is, again, it's just, it's Link. It's him being like, ah, shit. But why are you hitting on Zelda? It's called Legend of Zelda, but she don't do shit. Yes, she does. She helps you out one time. In that game, yes, but she helps you out multiple times in other games. Like what? Even Ocarina of Time, she comes out as Sheik and plays little songs for you. And yeah. then you got your little teleport thing going on. Mm-hmm. There you go. There so she is. So what about all the other games? What does she There's, do? Okay, in Twilight Princess, she hits horseback with you and shoots arrows at Ganon. Well, you're riding around on horseback or Ganon. Yeah, but that's probably because the limitations of the GameCube and let you do both. Okay, because you do you do that in Breath of the Wild. She comes out at the end of Breath of the Wild and she's like, I was with you the whole time in spirit. What about even in Ocarina of Time when you guys have to escape from the tower collapsing? I mean, no, she doesn't fight, but I mean, she opens all the gates for you. What I'm getting is, it's called The Legend of Zelda. That bitch don't do shit. <laughs> Link's the one out there. What about Spirit Tracks? The... I never she's... played Spirit Tracks. Okay, well, in Spirit Tracks, she's literally a ghost in a suit of armor and walks around with you as like your fairy companion for the day. For the day? Well, what the know, fuck? For the game. I don't know, Jen. Bruh. She's better than Peach. They're like the same. Who keeps getting kidnapped. The bitch keeps Kid, getting... Kidnapped. I'm putting quotation marks. Zelda keeps getting kidnapped. <laughs> and then her bitch ass is always in another castle. Why don't they just tell him which castle to go to in the first place? I don't know. 
Why does Zelda not do anything until the very end? She does, though. Bruh. She does. There's only a couple games where she's, like, actually captured. <laughs> Anyways, so those are your two, your your starting ones and the ones you like the most. The starting one, yeah, Ocarina of Time. The one I like the most, Majora's Mask. I know you said you started with Link to the Past, but mm-hmm. that one's easily one of my favorites, too. Yeah, I started with Link. I thought it was cool. Wind Waker, oh. she's a whole pirate. But is she really Zelda? She's a pirate, dude. Is she really Zelda, though? Yes. No. Yes. No. She just doesn't know it. <laughs> okay, that could be like, I could be the next fucking Hitler. I just don't know it yet. But she's a pirate. She's still doing shit. Yeah, raping people, probably. That's what <laughs> pirates do. She was thieving. Yeah, for She's some a dick. Ninja thief pirate. She was hello looking for some chorizo. She had a whole crew of chorizo. Yeah, they're probably all like, "All right, it's my turn to get up in that in captain's guts." Oh god. <laughs> but so, she was a pirate. See. Anyways, moving on. We kind of already mentioned this already, but uh, this is something you brought up before: the difficulties in dungeons. I feel like I wouldn't consider them dungeons. For the fact that for me, my definition of a dungeon is something where you're going into just hella levels. There's hella mini bosses. And then the main boss doesn't die in three hits. Okay. Um, I'd have to say that the older the Zelda games get, yes, dungeons do get a little bit more easier and practical. And like we said earlier that, you know, once you get your new item, you're like, oh, what do I use this for? You know, there you go. Mm. But. Going back again to the older games, like A Link to the Past and the original Zelda, I don't feel like it was as straightforward. No, I, I wouldn't say it was straightforward in Link to the Past. I know there was times when I was playing it the first time as a not-so-smart 8- or 9-year-old, whatever age I was. There was parts where I would play the game, get fed up with it, and actually do what people say and ignore the game for three months and then come back and be like, oh, shit, right, I was playing this game. Ditto, or you missed, like, a bombable wall. Yeah, and it's just like, Oh damn! How did I not that, see that? That that is something that I remember when a link between worlds came out for the 3ds, where it's like you can do whatever you want. You can start wherever you want. There's the bunny dude who happens to be Link from the other world in the bunny suit, who gives you all the necessary items for rent. And if you fucking lose them, then he's like, "Nope, now you got to work for them again." Like, that was something that I did like, where it's like, you can go wherever you want, because you can have any item that you need right from the get-go. I did like that game, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did play Link to the Past, and it did have, like, obviously it's the same world, and basically the same thing, with just, like, new tricks. Yeah. But I, I did like that, too, having it, having all the abilities right there, and being able to go to whatever one you wanted. But, I mean, Breath of the Wild is kind of like that, too. Like I said, I don't. I feel like they are a little bit more straightforward than newer they are. But back in the day, I don't think they were as straightforward. I think the 2D ones weren't as straightforward. Once it crossed into 3D, that's when it felt where it's like, oh no, only if I could find something that can grapple onto that ledge over there. Agreed. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Final Fantasy. We both play it. Uh, you've played a lot more than I have. I've only played a handful of them. I could definitely say that the materia system is trash. Even though I love seven, I prefer the class system. I think it's cool to be like, hey, my homeboy over here has a background of taking care of sheep. You know what? I'm gonna make him a monk compared to, okay, 
this armband has five slots. Let me just jam all the OP shit in there. I don't care about their backstory at all. Um, I can see where you would say that. Kind of, okay. See, okay, the older Final Fantasies, when you did your class or whatever, th- that was who your guy was going to be throughout the game. But I l- don't like the idea of conforming them to the one thing. Like, if I didn't get a white mage in there, I was screwed, you know, because you always got to keep your white mage there. But Yeah, like, but I think, th- I'm, I'm not too sure, but I want to say, didn't the older ones did the same thing like uh, 10 did? Or, I mean, uh, 12, where you can have two job systems. Well, 12 Zodiac? Yeah. Well, no. Zodiac is for the American version of the game. Because the Japanese, and I want to say the European version of Final Fantasy 12 had the job system. They just thought us Americans were too dumb. So that's why they took it out. They gave us the gambits. The gambits have always been there. The thing is, they didn't have the job system. So everyone had the same exact board. Anyone could have been anything. I think the only difference was your character's initial stats. Okay, well, yeah, I guess, but I don't I don't know. I just don't like feeling like um I have to have like a mage in there or whatever else in there. I mean, I did like 10 where they all did kind of have their class like Waka was your air guy, you know, Lulu was your mage, Yuna's your healer, but at the same time, you could swap them all out anytime you wanted, so everybody had the chance to gain experience through one round of fighting, whereas, like, if you just didn't have a black major in your party or a red major or whatever, then, oh, well, too bad, so sad. I feel like that just might be your expectations for it, because I definitely have played a couple of games where I didn't have a healer. Yeah, sure, I struggled a at some points, having to not have any sustainability. But at the same time, if your play style is more of a, I'm going to punch you with everything I have. And if you survive, oh, well. At that point, then you're just like, oh, I don't want a white mage at all. I'd rather have five dragoons on my team. Yeah, you got to have a white mage. I mean, do you really need to, though? Like, logically, you would. But at the same time, if you're one person. So, for example, I play Dark Souls. People say it's hard. I don't think so. That's not the point. The point is my character wears basically no armor for the fact that my favorite playstyle is strength. So I put on the biggest weapon I have. And if I can't dodge the hit and I can't kill them first, then fuck it. I'm restarting the fight until I can get to the point where I can just dance around them, hit them a couple times and that's it. Well, I know most people like to play with heavy armor, heavy shield. It's a slow, sluggish fight. You mean like a tank type of thing? Yeah. Like how that's how most people play. I consider that bitch ass move. But that's just because th- that's not the play style that I like. Um, I've never played Dark Souls, but I, I do like to implement some sort of strategy when I'm going into a fight, especially if I know kind of more or less what the enemy entails, you know, whether it's flying or it deals magic damage or, you know, magic weakness or whatever. But I am kind of a hard hitter too. So I kind of need I kind of need my mage in there, my white mage. What I'm saying is, so many people follow the rules that when they're like, "I want new stuff," and when new stuff is given to them, they're too scared to try it. I don't know. It depends. I try it, I guess. 
because I know like in Fire Emblem, uh, it's like Final Fantasy turn base. And I want to say the dancer class is a buffer class. I don't know if they heal all the way, but you know, in that game, if you have a buffer and you give everyone a buff where they move faster, your character can attack twice per turn instead of once per turn. So at that point, you don't need a healer because if everyone's attacking twice, well, your heavy hitters are going to hit the enemies first before they even get hit. So at that point, it's like, why have a white mage when you can just out DPS them? Okay, I guess it's just a matter of speed then. Yeah. I, so I get what you're saying about having a white mage. What I'm saying is um, sometimes you just got to try new shit. Don't just go with, oh, I need a tank. I need a DPS. I need a healer. Because that way, you only give yourself so much wiggle room, and then you can't really try out all the different things. All right. Keep that in mind for my next game. So why do you like material? That is the question. For that, though, yeah. Not being, not having to keep one person. You know, because there's times where, like in Final Fantasy, your party splits up. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to not just give my one guy, like, okay, you're the healer, you're the you're the red mage, and you're the whatever you know you got the fire you got the water you got this and then turn around and be like oh shit there goes my one guy i needed him for this particular battle but my party separated i like that the idea of the materia lets you give it to the next person and they have that ability with them powered up the same way the other guy does like the experience is shared mm-hmm. so like if cloud knows cure cura and curaga if i move the materia over then tifa knows it too yeah, I guess, I guess, draw system. I guess materia is just more for you can't be bothered to think too much ahead. So you rather just yes. deal with the now <laughs> instead of plan for the future. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I know for 12, before I even start the game, I like to think I'm like, all right, what's Vaughn going to do? What's Fran going to do? What's Pinello going to be? Sure, some of them have a, they're attuned for better job roles than other ones, but... I guess if you prefer to just start thinking the now instead of the later, materia is better. Don't want to have to think about it, okay? <laughs> okay. So, as as many of you know, Jen is a lady. As a lady, Jen, <laughs> for people who didn't pick that up, would you say things are harder for you as a female player, or I guess gamer, than a male gamer? I see gaming, as, an, as a guy point of view, you know, girls with big ass titties, Dudes have to be hella buff, have to say one-liners that are badass, have to be badass characters, and that's normal for me to gravitate to that because I'm a dude, and that's what it's marketed as. For what's your side of things? Do you mean more like how do I feel as like a gamer girl talking about games, or how do I feel about girls in and game? the way they're presented in, in game? The first one, as a girl gamer. Okay, well, as a girl gamer... I honestly I, I, I honestly hate using the word gamer nowadays. Like just the whole stigma behind gamer. It just I remember when I was in high school and junior high, I was like, Yeah, I'm a gamer, so what? But as I get older it's just like the further I can get away from that word, the better. Like when I talk to yeah. to people at our work, because me and work work together, I don't refer to myself as a gamer. It's like, yeah, I play games for the fact that it's just like in our job of line, where it's like you hear gamer, they're going to think like, oh, I bet you don't like to take a shower and you like to <laughs> drink like, Mountain uh, Dew, Mountain Dew yep. and Cheetos. And it's just like I Doritos. Hate, I was like, I hate Mountain Dew. I like Doritos from time to time, but I shower every day. Yeah. And I, and I feel you on that gamer stigma, even more so being a 
girl gamer. Yeah, definitely. Gamer girl. I stereotype girls hardcore. I'm not even going to lie. And it's funny enough because the first time I met my girlfriend, it was through a game. And my first thought was like, she's one of those attention seeking girls. Ugh. So I was addicted to her on purpose. And it wasn't until later when I was like, oh, no, she's just a nice person. Yeah, see, I don't even bother with a microphone. Yeah, if and I, a if, lot of people, a lot of yeah. girls don't. Yeah, and it, it's kind of because of that, too, that, you know, people kind of see you in a certain way, like, this bitch doesn't know what she's doing. Exactly. She's just on here to be, and it's like, no, I actually enjoy this game. She's just here because she wants someone to give her some dick. Some attention, please go on to my Twitch. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> And pay for my, for my titties in your face. My fans only page, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's that's why for me, being a girl and being a gamer, I've been a gamer my whole, for as long as I can remember, because like I said, I have two older brothers, and I watched them play all the time, and when I got older, they would throw down their games for me, and that's what I would play, and that's what I would, you know, I would do. That's what I like to do. But even still, I try not to talk about it, or bring up the subject unless I either hear somebody talk about it first. That's true, because I remember the first time that I met you, I didn't think anything of you. I was just like, okay, just another coworker. And I don't know how we even started talking about games where that's like, okay, I can actually talk to Jen like a, my normal self, not like how I talk to some of the other coworkers of ours, where it's just like, I'm going to try to be formal as possible, which is hard for me because a lot of the times I just say what's on my mind and it's sometimes it's not good. <laughs> I can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard a couple of things come out your mouth sometimes before, so. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I just, I try not to bring up the subjects. And same with anime, not even just video game too, with anime as well. I try not to bring up either subject unless I hear somebody else talk about it and I genuinely know what they're talking about. Like, like I said, I've never played Dark Souls. So if I was to hear you talk about Dark Souls with somebody, I wouldn't say shit because I don't know anything about it. And I'm not going to try to interject myself into something I don't know anything about. Which is funny because I would definitely interject you. I'd be like, hey, Jen, have you played this game? It's not that hard, huh? Well, if you were to ask me or bring me into it, then that's one thing. You know, then I'd be like, no, but I've played other games, you know, and then I would go on to mention whatever else I have played. But if I didn't know what you guys were talking about or whatever anime you were talking about or video games, I wouldn't say anything. And unless I genuinely know or I genuinely give a shit, like, say you're talking about Zelda and you're like, oh, aren't you supposed to do this? Or aren't (laughs) you supposed to do that? I'd be like, "Uh, no, you're supposed to do this. Or, you know, you got to go through A to get through to Z, B, whatever. Yeah, you got to be like, you just have to hit them with the boomerang and then they get frozen for like three hours. Yeah, because then I would know what the (laughs) hell I was talking about. Or like when I actually talked with Cam um, about Demon Slayer, I had heard Mm. him talking to Marcus about it. And that's when I was like, you watch Demon Slayer? And he's like, yeah. And then yeah. that's when I can like interject myself. But until then. Yeah, because I remember my, we, we all watched Demon Slayer. I think, so Cameron watched it first. I think he watched it the Friday. Mm-hmm. I watched it Saturday and you watched it the Sunday. And I and I know that when I saw both of you guys on Monday, I was like, so that movie was trash, right? And both of your guys' faces were just like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> it was a good movie yeah i know that and yeah. that's the reason why i said it to, to be an asshole no but yeah i mean it, i didn't like talk to cam about anime or any of you guys until i hear one of you bring it up because i don't want to come off as that that one gamer chick the random quirky gamer girl yeah the random quirky gamer <laughs> girl like nah 
But I mean, it is kind of hard for me even still, even with my own family, because I'll get my uncles or my cousins and they'll just want to talk to me only about video games because they know that's what I like. And at times I'm just like, I like other things too. Not I feel like that's how our relationship is though. I only talk to you because you play games. Sad. No, and I don't um, eat crickets. I was about to, I was about to bring <laughs> that up. I was like, that's why I changed the name to Bitch Ass Jen. <laughs> He's calling me bitch-ass Jen, y'all, because I wouldn't eat his cricket in a lollipop. <laughs> it is a Mexican delicacy. You take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the cricket in something not in the lollipop where I have to, like, work my way to it and then have to touch it with my tongue several times before I can actually get around to biting its head off. Just give me, give it to me so I can just bite its head off. That's hella what she said. Like the ch- <laughs> <laughs> Like your chili crickets or whatever, your bag of chili crickets. You make it sound like I just carry a bag of chili and crickets. He does. I do not. How much of a Mexican do you think I am? Fuck. (laughs) He does. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, for you as a girl gamer, you don't like to wear the products of the the stuff that you like because you are a girl. Even if you uh, you had a big ass diamond ring, your guy was on your lap. You know, it, him we wearing a shirt, <laughs> him him wearing a shirt saying "This is my wife." You will still get people, dudes, hitting on you for the fact that you are a girl wearing a certain property. Uh, okay, well, I wouldn't say hitting on me or anything like that, but I, you know, I I do own a lot of Zelda T-shirts because again, Zelda is my favorite. I don't own any other. I maybe own like maybe one or two like Kingdom Hearts shirts or something like that. But Zelda is my main one where I can say I have over like twenty T-shirts. Damn. <laughs> and I never wear them, and it's because I don't want people to be like this dumb gamer bitch over here wearing a Zelda T-shirt. She's probably never even played one. Yeah. Or she's probably only played one of them, and it's like no, I've 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 played all. And you're like yeah, she's I only played them. Ocarina of Time, the worst one of them all. It's Bruh, best one of them all, but no. okay. Well, Majora's Mask is my favorite. Yeah, I was about but... to say you just contradicted yourself. It's the prequel. It's the prequel. It goes to Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and then Twilight Princess. Damn, we're talking about you. I'm just saying. But anyway, yeah, I don't want. I I just try to avoid the whole thing, especially nowadays, especially with things like Twitch, where that's all you see mm. is dumbass gamer bitches. Some of them are hella good. I know um, recently there's a girl who got into FaZe Clan. I know a lot of people who listen, they're like, who the fuck is FaZe? Is FaZe Clan still a thing? Well, apparently they are. They got their first technically girl on the team. There was another girl, but uh, apparently from what I've heard, she's transitioned into a man. So I still kind of feel like, well, that girl technically still the first one. The one that just came on is the second girl, but whatever. There's some girls that are good. My girlfriend's pretty good at games. She likes to think that she's not, but, or she likes to think that I hype her up when it's just like, no, I'd rather play with you than 90% of the other people that I play with. That's good. Mm-hmm. Me and my boyfriend like totally different games, so it's different for us. But yeah, I mean, I just I avoid the whole thing. I just don't even wear any of my shirts. They're more just collectibles at this point. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Well, Jen, that that's going to be wrapping it up. Do you have any plans for the summer? Since I know you're free, and some of us have to work. Uh, yes. For all of y'all that don't know, we work at a school, and I fortunately get summers off like the children do, so yep. I'm free all summer. <laughs> Not me. 
Um, I do plan to go to the Wolf's Lodge. I guess it's like a water park. I've never been before. I don't know if you I've never been to a water park. I've been to Surf and Swim in Utah, but that's just a really big pool. That's that's really what it is. And they make artificial waves because I remember I almost drowned. This is supposed to be like some sort of water activity park. I guess they have like indoor rock climbing and then like an indoor water slide type thing. I've never. That sounds cool. Yeah, I've never been before, but, and then they have like a cabin-esque hotel, or it's a hotel, but it's supposed to be like... A cabin? Cabin status. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I've never been. Um, I like the idea of rock climbing, but I'm too fat, and I feel like I would only get 10 feet off the ground and be like, oh shit, I can't do this. That, and I have screws in my knee. This is a, a legit thing. I'm not making an excuse because I'm fat, but sometimes my knee will lock up, and then I can't move, or... I can still move, but my knee hurts if I try to move it because I have screws in them. Can you go through a metal detector? Yeah, they're um, they're not metal screws. That would suck if it did. Yeah, but yeah, I'll be doing that, and then at some point, birthing a child. <laughs> oh yeah, she's pregnant. But that's about it. Uh-huh. I have work, so me and Chris are gonna be doing this. But anyways, sucks to be you. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Some of us work, bro. Some of us work in the summer. Some of us don't. But you get paid. I don't get paid for those you summer could, jobs. You could have had the option to still get paid. You just get shorter checks. I'm too lazy for that, y'all. Anyways, that was the end of the, the Jen episode. By the time you hear this, Cree should be back. I hope, if not fighting a bear. But that's it for the episode. See ya. See ya.